Yo, welcome back to another episode of Nuts and Guts Podcast. I'm your host, Black Paco. And uh, I have, sitting across from me, uh, probably one of my closest friends that I probably went through the most with, (laughs) as far as uh, disagreements, as far as you talking about countless nights of kicking it, out of town, parties, uh, games, nightclubs, uh, just, oh man, just, you name it, man, we done been through it. And actually, I'm, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually kind of nervous because I know this person is going to critique <laughs> my intro because we both been doing this shit five plus years, right? Yeah, five plus. Yeah. So let me intru- introduce four. Is it four? No, it, it's, it's we four. started in 14. End of 14. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, all right then. DJ Brainstorm is here. Fuck you, Paco. <laughs> no, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm cool, man. Cool, Just man. getting off work, head over this way. Yeah, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, man, so we started, it was like December 2014, right? Um, Or no, 2015. No, it was 2016. We want, we, we started recording the year we won the championship. My mom passed away in 15. And we started in 16. The first time we did a show, though, was here in 15. You sure? Me and you did that one random show in the summer. And then we that didn't do anything summer. else. And then it was after that happened. It was January of 2016. Yeah, because I just found I found the show recently on the computer. So we going into 15. No, we was early to, to early 2016. The first, the first DMST show and everything we was recording was put out in January of 2016. Did we have a name first? Nah, remember we recorded like eight shows and we ain't had no name. So, uh, I mean, I think once the show actually went out though, we had a name. We had a name, but we was recording shit just trying to get the hang of it, right? A little bit. And, but. and let me let me tell y'all. So, so uh, we we started off together um, as uh, no name. Then it went from DM. Um, uh, drunk mild sober thoughts. Then it went to like DMST, mm-hmm. and so uh, they still record dope show. They go live every Sunday on Facebook, um, roughly around seven p.m. six six thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, CPT uh, mm-hmm. color people time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when you when you get the <laughs> notification, that means we going. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, and then they drop on like Tuesday, every Tuesday. Um, and like I said, that's DMST podcast. If uh, if if you're a new listener listening to uh, to my show or, uh, you know, uh, where DJ Brainstorm come from. So anyway, so we started off as DMST podcast um, and uh, we recorded for a few years. Uh, we also, was it a few years? It was a couple of years at least, two, right? We did two. Two years. We did two. And so. A hundred shows, two years. He is actually the brainstorm behind that podcast. I mean, what? Well, I mean, it's it's a collective. Yeah, y'all know, y'all know. I, I give all of y'all. I, being honest, I always say I what I've always done was surround myself with people who I felt always had the talent. Be it you, be it um, be it Playboy, be it Dev. Now it's just I just feel like my job is to kind of sit there and just listen and 
try to find a way to make it sound good or make it flow good. That's it. And and um, before we started recording today, I let him know how important uh, he was to uh, to making things easy. Like, because all I really had to do was uh, show up and be ignorant. <laughs> Half the time you was already geeked when you came through the door. You know what I'm saying? I could always tell what kind of show it was going to be by the way you came through the door. If you was already kind of late, I was like, oh, shit. All right, Mo, you got to be a little bit on more on, on point today. It depends. <laughs> if you came in the bottle one cracked you, I was like, all right, yeah. He's going he gonna to get to that point about the 35-minute mark, and now we're going to be in the pocket. Yeah, it's it was shows where it was just like, nah, yeah, I was I was too drunk on that one. But yeah, but But we all got we all had our shows where we uh where we probably sipped a little bit too much or something hey. like that, to be honest. That's what happened when you recording for an hour, hour and a half, and you sitting there, you having drinks, you talking and you laughing. I mean, right. every now and then to get to that point. Man, we 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 had some we had some dope shows and some dope events and some mm-hmm. dope times, man. Um, what was some of your favorite uh like maybe shows or maybe some of your like the events or um, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's uh, I guess it was always just the labs because it was always just genuine stuff because the three of us grew up together. We, I mean, we go back to basically elementary school days, you know. So sure, I think it was always just the authenticity of the labs and stuff um, that was that was always enjoyable to me. But I'm trying to think of a of a show that was I mean, one that turned out to not be funny. But it was weird. Was when uh, we had the comedian on. We had the white comedian on. Oh. Um, is that? Didn't he say nigga? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said nigga doing the show. <laughs> Y'all niggas was late getting there. So he get to my apartment. He got this long ass trench coat on. And he just weird. And y'all like, we 30 minutes away. Now I'm sitting here trying to entertain a, a white motherfucker for 30 minutes, man. And then he go outside on my balcony to smoke. He came back in. He was like, you know, if you had to jump, you know, you really wouldn't hurt yourself. I'm like, nigga, I'm on the seventh floor. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Or really, you can know, you can climb. I'm like, no, but he, that one, that one was weird. He did say nigga on the show. Um, what's another good one we had? Um, like I said, that might not have, might not have been the best show, but it was it's memorable. Uh, I remember uh, Lemon both times. Lemon was on the show. Um, both of those was, was she's was gonna fun. be on too. Lemon Love is my sister, uh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so yeah, she's gonna be on. I had Denise on. Yeah, um, you know, just like when I like you got to prepare. Like like people got to prepare for me. Oh no, <laughs> Lemon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you you got to be in a mental space to deal with my sister and me. And then when we in the same room together, it just kind of yeah, it can got to kind of get kind of crazy. Yeah, but sometimes. to me, to me, both of those was good. Um, at the first show we did in Vegas, when we did our 50th show, oh, that was love. Yeah, that, that one was, was cool because we was just in a we was just in the hotel room out there. We wasn't in the big huge palace that that Playboy got for us the second year, but uh, we was just in the room. But it was crowded with people, man. People had pulled up the nights, and I mean, that room I, was filled with people. Yeah, I mean, it was it was random because you know the nights was out there, and you know, um, damn, I'm forgetting names now. But I mean, we had people out there that was just there, and the homies was out there from Cleveland. Then it was just people that had, was just randomly visiting from Cleveland that was like, oh, y'all out here? They came to the room. It was just, it was crazy, man. So I think, I, then obviously Papalooza because it was a culmination of two years of work and a hundred shows. And it was, sure. just, it was just dope to have people pull up from all over the country and yeah. stuff. I still think about that. That was, I, that yeah. was like the dopest thing ever for us. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so about, about episode 20, we did a, we did like a little, 
a hood anniversary party. We was here. That's how off we are. We did it on episode 20. Yeah. I remember the chick I was at at the time. She was like, why y'all doing it on 20? I'm like, you know, ain't nothing about us normal. (laughs) (laughs) So we had a cake. They was DJing in the backyard. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think your brother just had his baby. Like the baby was here. Uh, oh, Mike. Mike, yeah, Mike. Oh, had- probably he did pull up. He did pull up. So about episode twenty five, me and Playboy just turned into straight divas. We had we 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 had to. When did we start doing the camera? Because because the camera, that's when the sunglasses came. Yeah, the camera came early. Like I like, started getting haircuts every week. Like yeah, that's that's the funny part. Like. A lot of people do video and stuff now in different ways. We were really on that wave early as far as the videos. But the problem was we didn't have a camera. We was just using our phone. Like, like when we talk about our, our beginners from the dirt, like we just had a phone that I was just holding and pointing at motherfuckers as they were talking. And then I flipped the camera back to me if I was talking. Yeah. But it did it for us. Like people started really, really tuning in for our little janky ass camera mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And people liked it. So it had to be maybe around... 25 or something like that when we started just doing that yeah and just think about that like how do, how do you feel when you hear some of these uh these younger shows and I'm like well they stole that from us like I, I, I personally I ain't heard them say it but I was just I would just shake my head we've been doing it for you you know how you get on Twitter yeah. and just like nobody say yeah. that to me personally but mm-hmm. like you'll see but you'll, you'll see people saying stuff yeah oh, they stole that from us and yeah I mean I mean we we were throwing a lot of stuff against the wall in our early days mm-hmm. you know and and, and that was one of them. I mean, then even when we stepped up and got the, uh, what, the Mevo camera, I mean, that was a step for us. You know, for sure. we wasn't holding stuff anymore. We was having close-ups on us and things like that. We yeah. was able to add the video to the, you know, the Instagram and stuff like that. So, I mean, we was we was always thinking ahead a little bit more when we was all, you know, doing everything back then. For sure, man. And and just, just to add, just to piggyback that thought, just when people sit, um, like, just to give uh, people a time frame, like brilliant idiots and some of the, the high profile podcasts. They just started even, doing video like a yeah. Like they a year and they half, wasn't even ago. doing mm-hmm. video. A lot of the other po- um, mm-hmm. main shows wasn't even doing shows on uh, uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm telling people like we was ahead of the curve, and I'm not saying that. It's, first of all, it's nothing new under the sun. Nah, uh-uh. you know what I mean. And I'm not saying that you know DMST was the first show to start. Yeah, like we, we started, we, we started all this shit. Yeah, no, right. No, no, you no know, it's just we, that, that we gave it a shot, though. I mean, mm, and, for sure. And when you are when you a normal podcast that nobody knows about, but you doing that, I mean, it still it still means something to us. I mean, mm-hmm. we, of course, yeah. If everybody else had been doing it first, then of course it, it's just it don't mean the same. I mean, but for us to just be sitting like, yo, we gonna get this camera, we gonna invest in this, we gonna keep doing these shows on Facebook. That built our audience too, because people started talking to us during the show. So we had another element of what we can do on our show because now we get an interaction. Yeah, you know that was again that was huge for sure. And the interaction is still dope. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. still it's still much needed. And I know people tune into y'all show every Sunday just as a TV program almost. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? And sometimes that uh um that fluctuate numbers, but people are still being reached. Yeah, and but I'm learning too to um to not worry about the numbers as much because um, like you were talking about it before the show when you were talking about how you're doing stuff now and you like, I don't even care about the numbers. I'm just, I'm just doing it or whatever. Just putting it out for the content. I'm learning to not really care about numbers as much anymore and worry about more. So just the stuff we putting out, is it quality? Do it sound good? Stuff like that and get it out there. I'm looking at them headphones. Like, are these my headphones? Cause, cause I think you do got a pair like this. 
Yeah, because it's at the, it's a pair at the, at the studio now. <laughs> I think those is mine that look just like that. And I remember I was like, yo, these ain't mine. <laughs> and I'm like, somebody must have took my headphones by mistake or whatever. I, did you have them that weekend? I'm, I'm sorry, I just took the show left. I'm, do, I'm doing a Paco move. Especially if they got like a little ridge on the side. I, I, don't, I don't think like on, so. Like, like rub your finger across it. Those is mine. I bet you. You think so? Did you, if, you had your studio, if you had your headphones on that I, weekend. I got these from the airport. Okay. I, I, I forgot my headphones. I think Paco a thief, man. Come no. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's 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 a it's some headphones at the studio that look that look just like that, but I know they're not mine because they're smooth on the outside and mine had that little roughness, that little thing to it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, you know you what got that, I mean yours is newer than mine, so fuck it, I'll keep them. <laughs> <laughs> I have forgot my um side note, I have forgot my headphones. And I was like, man, I can't get on no plane with my headphones. Oh, no. I these. These like these like thirty dollars or something like Everything that. Everything at the airport expensive. Yeah, for no, sure. I ain't flying without no headphones. No, for sure. So anyway, my bad. No, it's all good. I, probably, I just started looking like, man, I think through my headphones. <laughs> so look, so we talk about the good times, and even though you know everybody's in a in a great place now, um, we had disagreements. I stopped recording with you all. The show moves on. Um, and like I said, we're not going to harp on that too long, but did you take anything from that misunderstanding or from, uh, what, what did you kind of learn from that situation? Um, I think more than anything else, I learned it's a time for everything. Like it's a time to speak. It's a time to be quiet. It's a time to make stuff be known. It's a time to keep things to yourself. Sometimes you got to have a conversation. Sometimes you can let some shit go. And I think that's just life. But uh, I think what happens in a space like that when we're all working together, it's almost like it's almost like a relationship sometimes like with your girl where it's like sometimes you know that, all right, something might be bothering me or something like that. I should say something. But then you're like, oh, but if I say something, it's going to cause an argument or something like that. And is it worth the argument or something like that? So sometimes you probably just might have a thought in your mind sometimes and you're just like, well, no, it ain't, it ain't that big of a thing or whatever. And then I think stuff kind of, kind of festers a little bit and then when something kind of hits the fan you know how it is you then it, something gets blown out of proportion way bigger than it has to be but um i don't I, know but just go ahead no no i was just gonna say like man you know a lot of things could have been prevented if like it wasn't a lot of outside noise like that was which we allowed to, to allow happen. and i think i think we was doing too much of talking with other people than that's more true. than talking amongst ourselves that's true you know I what agree. i'm saying and i and that, uh, that, that gets in the way in all relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Miscommunications. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time the tenth person had heard it, I didn't stab DJ Brainstorm, and um, I sent you to hospital. Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, by t- like, it just stuff get blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. So, my next question is, what would you tell a young group that was coming up? That was kind of dealing, maybe maybe going through some of the same things. Because now we kind of like the like OG. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, like, definitely. like so so. And there's people that's going through that, or they may not want to. I know talk shows. Or, yeah, I know shows that that's. I mean, even here in the city, where it's like seem like they had a good thing going, and then it's like, all right, but so and so is not here anymore, or whatever. I mean, it's you got to understand. It's going to be personalities when you're doing a show that got multiple people. Just understand it's multiple personalities, and you're gonna have some good weeks. You gonna have some bad weeks. I mean, we can roll into a show. I might have just got into it with my girl on the, on the way up here, or we might have got into it before we left the house, or the baby's sick, or something like that. Like it's always gonna be something. Not everybody's gonna be one hundred, and and 
the perfect person when they come through. So you got to understand that. And you got to try your best to blend that shit together, man, because um, uh, especially if you got a good thing going, you got to try to blend that together. But uh, I just tell people to be patient. Don't move too fast. I think yeah. um, people be so much in a rush. They're like, okay, we're going to do this now. I, I think I talked about it when I was in Houston. Uh, well, we're going to go do this now. We're going to go do that. You know, we're going we gonna to go do a live show and stuff like that. Because they think that because they see the bigger people doing it, the bigger shows, that's, you know, that's automatically the next move. And it's like, no, it's got to be the right time for it. So I think people should just move at their own pace, focus on what they're doing and develop their content. Like you can go do whatever you it is, whatever it is you think you're supposed to be doing. But if your content ain't there, guess what? Ain't nobody going to listen. For ain't sure. nobody going to pull up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it like you said, it, it's, it's, it's time and time and right timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's a tricky thing, though, too, though, because some people uh, don't don't pull the plug or um, not pull the plug, but sometimes we wait mm-hmm. too long. Yeah. Like how many, how many people come up to you like, man, like, dude, like I, I, I want to do that. And I want to like, mm-hmm. and it's just like start. And I'm, I'm, I'm a pick on Titan. Cause I've been telling Titan to start a podcast. Like and he, he's going to be on um, um, my, my money motivator Monday show. Cause okay. we'd be talking about stocks. Yeah. And stuff I, I like keep, that. Yeah. I don't, I don't had a, like a good hour plus long conversation with him about stock stuff before. Yeah. And, like and that. so I just want to talk to him about just about finances mm-hmm. and, and how he started jobs, his, uh, his finances mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I Every time I see him, I try to pick his brain a little bit. Yeah, about for sure. And so he's going to be on, and I was like, dude, like, man, you'll be dope on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He, he just, he just regularly, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He just so insightful and got a lot, lot to say always. You know what I mean? Um, so, with that being said, we talked about our history. We talked about um, our disagreements. We talked about how, um, uh, how we can help other podcasters and and their growth and. And maybe if they going through some problems, like what about you? How you doing personally? When did you decide decided to go back to school? I started back in November of last year. Um, well, let's say December of last year. But um, I honestly decided I was back and forth for a long time. I mean, for years. I mean, I, I got done with my bachelor's in 2013. So it's so what I started back in in um, 2019. So obviously, I was going back and forth for six years. I don't know. I was just at a point in my life where it was just seemed like it seemed like it was just so much transition in a sense. I mean, I was coming out of a relationship. Um, the show was still transitioning a little bit, you know, and I was just and I hated. Well, I still hate my job, but um, I just started thinking like, yo, what is it? What do I need to do to kind of get myself in a better situation, at least career wise um, with something like that? And so I finally just was like, all right, we're going to do the school things. So I did what I had to do to prep for it and wrote my essays and did all that stuff or whatever, you know, for, for the school and, you know, started, like I said, um, right at, towards the end of last year. Okay. Yeah. To be honest though, I don't recommend nobody going back to school for their masters. I, I'm being dead ass about that. Like if you, I almost feel, I almost feel like you should do it. If you're going to do it right after you get done with your bachelor's and, and just don't stop. Is it, that, is it hard or what, what is kicking my ass? Plus I'm too, I'm too old for this shit. Man, I'm about to be 40 in, in February. I just feel like my brain shut off. In like 2015, I think you need a party, man, a big party. Like, and I think we need to invite people into the city. I mean, that's that's. I know and they then, was people then, were saying blow, that, and yeah. then blow your blow the studio out, y'all studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, that'll be. Yeah, cool. I might have to because I got a year left. That'd a little be bit hard, over a year man. left, and um, 
it's times that I'm just like, I mean, I'm just stressed because it's just, it's always something. I mean, I don't get, I don't get time to breathe. It's like, I go home and it's like, I sit down for 20 minutes and I'm like, all right, let me get up and do some schoolwork. Yeah. And then I got so much respect for people who like our parents, especially like the single parents, the single moms that's sitting there going to school and they, well, that's working. They go home and they got kids to take care of and feed and get together for school. And then it's like, all right, they still got to sit down and do homework. How? Yeah. Like how? So anybody that got kids that's doing stuff, I commend y'all too. Yeah, I mean, um, my my ex-girlfriend, her uncle uh, used to work for our gas company, Dominion, here in the city. And, um, and he had four kids, a wife, everything. He went back to school. He, he like a, a high administrative person mm-hmm. in the in the in the, at a school board. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like he was a teacher for a while, and then he he. You making the big bucks now, you know what I mean? So, and he did that at he was probably was like forty five. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it I, I would say, man, it, it's never too late to to change no, your life and, and and to get better. But I do. He didn't he didn't say it was easy. You know what I mean? Like I know it ain't easy, but you know why? Um, you know why? Why if, if you want to do it, if you want if you want more for yourself, you want better opportunity. I mean, it's, it's but, never too late. But I will say too, though, that it is. I know that we've had a conversation back when on the back in the day on the podcast and stuff like that, where it's just uh, I'm doing like other people do. I'm sitting here about to start tapping the table and stuff. I'd be looking at people like don't hit the table. But um, I remember we were talking about it before. Like, like, like I said, back in the day when we was potting together, where it was just not everybody's built for school and not everybody's built for that. So I actually still respect the people that didn't do the school thing. But you, you, you got you like you still got a career. Like you ain't do the college, but you still got a career. You still are making good money and stuff like that, able to take care of yourself without doing that. So I mean, I, I don't want to, even though I'm telling people not do this to not do the master stuff or whatever. It's just I feel like the education thing is just overrated in some sense. You know, where it's like for one, it costs too much money, um, and I think you spend too much time learning a lot of stuff that you don't um, necessarily need. It's just a money making system for for people who are already rich. But um, I figure if you do, my thing is, is if you do school, know exactly what you want to do so you're not wasting time. And like I said, if you know you want to do the higher stuff, you want to get your master's and stuff like that. My my advice is do that shit early. Like, like just keep going once you get done with school. Like yeah, once you man. get done with the bachelor's. Yeah. So so what's next for you? Like far as just even like with like, do you have an idea of like what? I know it's still going to be the medical field, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you have a kind of sense of direction where you? Well, it's go? just, it's just, I'm a, I'm a, my master's is going to be in public health, so it's more of a macro type of view of healthcare. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of over being on the small, not just, I'm not gonna say the smaller side, but I'm always, I've always been in like offices in some kind of way, doing something there. But I want to attack stuff from a, a bigger, a bigger angle. You know, why is it that, you know. Like in Ohio, but people don't know in Ohio that we have one of the highest rates of child mortality and mm-hmm. like in the country. You wouldn't think that living in Northeast Ohio too, like right here where we live. People oh, don't wow. know that. It's like, so why are we having this? So what are we going to do to fix this? I want to look at stuff like that and try to fix problems from that end as far as, you know, stuff like that. Instead of being like, okay, we're just in the office and okay, what's wrong with this person? Let's fix this person. You know, I want to look at the bigger picture and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's what okay. I'm working towards. All right. Well, shit. Good luck with that, man. Um, Everybody be telling me good luck. I'm like, do you want to write a paper? <laughs> good luck with that. Like, no, like, man, it's like it. It take a lot of uh, 
uh, nuts and guts, uh, no pun intended, uh, to uh, to say, hey man, I'm I'm about to re- I'm about to pretty much you feel like you're almost like yo, I'm about to start over almost, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like you said, like I'm I'm too old for this shit. I had to wrote a paper in um in what six years. Yeah. Six plus almost, you know. Well, it was six plus years. I had to wrote a paper. I mean, yeah. but you know what, man? To to give you a compliment, man, like you just always been disciplined like that. Once once you set your mind to it, and and I know personally, like you you beat yourself up because maybe certain things isn't maybe not going the way that you want to go, wanted to go, or things ain't how it should be. But once you set your mind to something, you do it. And that's even like with the podcast, like it, like you was determined. And like I say, even, um, even no matter if it was raining, snowing, summertime, like you know, you need to get a, a podcast out or a show out. Yeah, but that was all of our dedication too. Like we all did a good job with that of, of making sure that you know we did, really didn't miss weeks, unless it was like the, I think a couple times at the end of the year we might have took off. For sure. Um, like a couple of weeks or something like that, just, you know, in yeah. between those holidays or whatever. But I mean, we really ain't miss weeks. You know, even when somebody was out of town, we would record a show extra so that we'll have it in the bag or or we might just still do it, you know, if somebody was gone. Yeah, I mean, I, we all just kind of really kicked in with that one. Um, but uh, it's just, it's it's a dead, but it is, like, we always dedicated to it. And this and it's a process. I mean, I, you know, we were talking uh, the other week. Uh, and we, you were talking about how you had a different appreciation for things because now it's that you're doing it like this solo, it's like now you're the one that's responsible for making it sure it get recorded and all this stuff or whatever. And it's just like, I'm like, yeah, because we do that show on Sunday. I, I've been sitting there every single Monday night for the most part for how many years? You said we do, we've been doing this now, where it's like, all right, I got to go home. We got to got to do got to get this show together because it's got to be out by Tuesday. It's just sure. yeah, there's a level of dedication that come with it. Yeah, and um. Even like I said, like when I'm recording, I, it's like when you have a, a, another person to bounce your ideas mm-hmm. off of, or you got somebody off in the corner cracking a joke, and you can just sit back and laugh. Mm-hmm. You have time to like pour you your got that drink. Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. You got the Facebook feed. You can feed off of. Like I have no time here to pour me a drink. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. And then, um, like somebody was asking me about like how I do my show here, like what the, the 30 minute segments. It's just like, yo, I can I can talk a lot and I can talk. And you have to know your strengths. And and even like with, with, with our disagreements and everything, you have we have to learn how how to deal with how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we have to get to a point where it's just like, well, I don't fuck with that person and uh and I don't like them and you know they're dead to me and I I cut them off. If like me personally, I know I have an irritating personality. I know I can yeah. I, <laughs> I know I can get under people's skin, you know, and so I have to be conscious of that and not kinda almost like wear out my welcome or my time. And it's like me too, like people that told me I'm too controlling and stuff like that. So it's like I gotta check myself sometimes. It's like, all right, just sit back. Like even if you think it's gonna not work out, sit back. Yeah, no. Let it sure. not work out, and they're like, "Okay, y'all, but can we do it like this?" You right, know, something like that. So I've I've learned to kind of fall back some now and just be like, "All right, yeah. chill. Don't be don't be irritating the people." Yeah, so for sure. Just, all right, just chill out, Mo. 
Yeah, and 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 I think, man, just learning how to deal with um, each other and learning how to deal with situations, and it'll propel a lot of things just to be better or, like you said, you learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it it fell through the, the the roof fell out. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. However that analogy go, like yo, you know that um that you learn from this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And speaking of that, we uh, uh, we gonna be right back after these messages, and uh, we get back with y'all. All right. What up, y'all? Welcome to Nuts and Guts Podcast, where you could come get your gems in under thirty minutes. Start your day off right just like you should start your own podcast. That's right. Try Anchor FM to start your free podcast that has more distributions than a little bit. Share, edit, and even add and guess. Absolutely free. Did I say it's free? Yeah, I did. Don't forget the ability to monetize every episode. Get your money. Collect your coin. Check out Anchor FM and get started today. Now back to the show. So we 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 pretty much hit a lot. Um, I mean, it's, it's one more thing I just want to touch bases on. Um, just about uh, you know when when people had disagreements and uh, and just everybody that's affected by it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's just it could be your immediate friends or family, and um, or. In, the, in our aspect, just even like other podcasters. So the, so the Drunken Knights was in town and they made shout a... Shout out to them. Shout out to them. And and first of all, I, I forgot. Shout out Playboy James. Shout out uh, uh, Big Dev 216. I, I'm, I should be the one to apologize. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you would stop talking, Paco, I can know. So shout out to everybody. But, um, but they had made a comment. It was just like, yo, we can coming into the city and kicking with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, and I think that meant a lot to me as well, though. You know what I'm saying? And um, even through our disagreements, like, that affected, like, the podcast business relationship. It was a lot of collateral damage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess still people I haven't spoke with since everything happened. Yeah, for sure. I'm just being dead ass. Um, yeah. I'm not sitting there saying I'm trying to hold on to, to, to ill feelings and nothing like that. It's just just haven't talked to people and it's just like I guess when when paths cross will people have more conversations but it was a lot of collateral damage for sure for sure and like I said though a lot of that a lot of that disagreement stuff is just bad for business man mm-hmm. you know what I mean a lot of the back and forth it's not a good look it's not I, I definitely say that much it's not a good look not a good look man but that was it what I wanted to say about that mm-hmm you know what I mean? So you you about to turn forty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's my time to be a little nosy, you know. And um, I know you have a girlfriend. Yeah, I do. Now. <laughs> that shit is like it's 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 amazing how how through this whole podcast experience, like like I've had this is this is my third relationship through this whole podcast experience, and 
like people that's listened to DMSD for a long time. You know what was weird too, real quick. Another <laughs> side note was was hearing you like, oh yeah, um, uh, yeah, they do this little show called DMST or whatever. Yo, check them out or whatever. I'm like, that sounds weird. This nigga's talking like, okay, yeah, if you listen to my show, you ain't heard their show. I'm like, this nigga used to sit with us, but <laughs> that just felt weird. No. Like, but check out, check out they show I, and everything. Did I say little? No, I didn't I'm, say I'm, little. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you with that one, but um, but um, but no, but it was that though. It's like, like so people who have listened to to DMST for a while know that I had a breakup with the first one, and I actually recorded about it, did a pod, and dropped it. And then people could tell when I was dating somebody else again. Um, you know, she was in the feed a lot, and then um, and then like now with the with 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 my girlfriend now it's like she's in the feed like all all the time and stuff like that. So it's like people can always tell. With me in the show, so I was. Just, I started to say it's just funny how the the status of my relationships has become part of this whole my whole podcast experience. I don't know who had the most girlfriends, me or, or Brainstorm. I don't. <laughs> oh, I, I went that hands down. I, I, that one, I definitely. Yeah, that's not even yeah. right. So, so with that being said, do you think? Do you think the show? Kinda is is kind of maybe a hindrance in some some aspects of nah. a, in a relationship. No, nah, for me, I've been lucky enough that the people when I haven't dated somebody, they've understood that it's a show. Now, when I first came into this podcast um, game, the person I was dating at the time, she didn't. I ain't gonna say she didn't get that it was just a show, but she didn't like who I was on the show because the show was us. The show was me, you, and Playboy. This this is three dudes. This is how we talk. She's used to she's used to Maurice. You know the way I am at home and stuff like that when I'm not around my homies and stuff like that. She so she never really listened. Um, and then my you know, but you know, again, I, I've been lucky where people listen to the show and they're just like, "Hey, do you?" I'm right. not gonna say I know not to get out of pocket and say some crazy shit, but right. But but having somebody that actually understands what you're yeah, doing and supports it, right? Listens and stuff like that is cool, right? And I and I want I want um people to understand like. Like that, like that last line you just said about like when you said, "Oh, Paco said, oh, you know they do this little show called DMST." Now, that what what you call is a joke, mm-hmm. and that what you call is okay. Boom! I am I am entertaining the yeah. guest. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, or not the guest, but I'm I'm entertaining my yeah, audience. Nice. Yeah. So sometimes. You could throw gasoline on something and and make this flame bigger. In reality, it's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you may say, "Oh, like you know, I'll put a my thumb in a butt one time." Like and and, and somebody take offense to it. And somebody may take offense to it, but you may never have done that a day in your life. Mm-hmm. But from an entertainment angle, it's just yeah, like yeah. it's just a show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Take if you take the. The actual, if, if you look at a podcast or, or or some people just cracking jokes, if you look at a sitcom or any of your other loving hip-hops or all, this, mm-hmm. all these other... It's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. Mm-hmm. Even all those shows that they call the reality TV, have that shit staged anyway. It's sure. entertainment. Take take what you can from it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, when, when, when they being serious, but know how to laugh mm-hmm. too. And so sometimes in relationships, because I dealt with it too, where it's just like, well, did you have to talk about how you used to fuck that girl? And you know what I'm saying? Just oh, like, shit. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, yo, it's a show. I'll get you it. Know? I'll get it more so like in a side comment, you know, not that it's even serious or whatever, but just in a side comment. But maybe it's a little bit of seriousness in it when you get it. 
But uh, I mean, but one thing I've always said is that I'm I'm going to be as authentic as I can when I'm when I'm recording. So if it's something that's on my mind, again, I'm gonna try to not get out of pocket. I don't want to say it in the sense that it's disrespectful to you, but if it's something on my mind, I kind of want to say it, you know. And then you know, I sit with people on the show now that if I say something, whatever, like somebody like Dev is gonna be looking at me. I could I could feel his eyes almost looking at me now, and he ain't even here right now. Because if I say something out of pocket, he's gonna be like, "Oh, really? So what you mean by that?" He's gonna get to me before <laughs> she even gets to me. But that's just him being silly all the time. But yeah, For sure. Yeah. But it, but it's it's all. But even that that's a joke. Because it's entertainment. Right. And it's like a certain thing, like like certain phrases or certain lines that people say on shows that we're just like, you know, is probably leading leading to a joke mm-hmm. or a setup mm-hmm. for a joke or setup for somebody mm-hmm. else to make and a when joke. When you've been doing comedy. it, this, as long as we've been doing it, you can tell when it's coming. We know how to set it up or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's simple. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, man, like, so along with, with dealing with a relationship, and you know what I'm saying the ups and downs in a relationship your normal ups and downs and then you got a, you got a person like yourself that do a show um is 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 there any wedding bells in the in the plans <laughs> what's, the, what's the day show episode where he knocked the drink over right out there? <laughs> I started looking right at the shot glass like I should knock this shit down it ain't going nowhere though um um I mean, look, things are going good right now. I, I will say that. That's a blessing. Yeah, That's a good thing. Things are going good. So, I mean, if, if obviously if things stay on this on this path, then, you know, that's where right. that's where it'll end up. Now, is is the pressure different between men and women? Like, like far as like, could you get married at 50 and be cool with that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if a woman be like, well, you know, I need to be married by 30 or 32 mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, is, yeah, is it, it is it pressure for men? You think if it was my time at fifty, then it was my time at fifty. Even though I'm kind of getting to the point now where it's like if something don't work, I'm just gonna be like, you know what, fuck it, do what you got to do for yourself. Buy the house you want for yourself. Don't think about well, what happens if you find somebody? Nope, buy the house you want for yourself. Whatever. But if to me, if it happens at a certain point, if it is fifty, then fifty was meant for me. Yeah, not I, I'm, I'm not looking at it as well. You know, people looking at me differently or whatever. I mean. People don't look at me differently. I mean, I, you get the little the side comments sometimes, like especially when you're around your family, when it's events or something like that, because, you know, my older brother's married with kids, my younger brother's married with kids, and it's like people be looking at me like, so so where your wife at and stuff like that? And it's just like, all right, well. But um, I, I don't feel that pressure, though. Yeah, you know, me personally, like, I, I, I've been married once, man, and, you know, it, it's, it's a sad thing. Like, I even talked to my therapist about it. It's just... Man, it, it kind of spoils spoils it for the next person, like because it's just like, man. If, sometimes I don't know if you ever dealt with this. Like sometimes you kind of fall for the same type. Everybody got a type. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so it's just like, man, you keep kind of almost like dealing with the you same. You take the same person over and over again. Yeah, I've said that. I said that about myself before in a lot of ways. You just you literally do the same thing. Um, it's almost like not learning from your mistakes. Not to sure. say that anybody you dated just happened to be. I'm not saying mistaken the. That somebody's a bad person type of thing, but obviously if it didn't work. Maybe at some point you should try. You should try something different. Talk to someone that has something different about them. But we right. we kind of to me, I think we tend to do the same thing for sure, man. And um, even though like you know, I've I've had uh, you know good relationships and stuff like that, and you know every everything ha- runs its course. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I know, I know. One of my issues was was uh, was dealing with the other person's child, and and I'm gonna tell you, like even like for my last situation, um, her child was a lot older, mm-hmm. and so the problem was, like. I wasn't. I wasn't never trying to be nobody's father or somebody's dad. Like, like you know what I'm but saying? But she know that you ain't her dad. Yeah, right. no problem. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had no problem. But you know, you talking? I, I, I took the took took the girl to track practice. Like, you know, picked mm-hmm. her from school. Like, I was like, just you being was there cool. and around. Yeah, I, I was around, and I was being supportive of her mom and whatever they had going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe taking on those roles maybe maybe that was a, maybe is that too much for a boyfriend are you asking the wrong one uh, because, uh, <laughs> uh, because, i mean i don't know this is the relationship the relationship i'm in now she has a, a, a son um this is literally only my second time i'm about to be 40 it's literally only my second time actually dating somebody that has a kid um obviously the last one didn't work but it wasn't anything kid related in a sense like nothing that they did something wrong or anything like that um so I don't know. I mean, I don't know when when we'll get to that point that it's like, okay, you really got to, you really are around and, and doing more. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think as a man, you probably look at things like that. Okay, well, you can you need a hand in this area or I can help in this area. So I'll I'll go ahead and I can do this. Oh, you don't have to try to run from this spot or whatever. I can go pick her up from track practice or whatever. So I think that's just being a man. Yeah. If you want, want my honest opinion. So I don't yeah. think it's too much. Yeah, no, for sure. And and I think like um just people being, you know, supportive of each other, like in, in relationships is cool. You know what I mean? Are are mm-hmm. are you the type of uh are you Snoop Dogg like in Baby Boy? Like are you knocking over forts? Are you saying fuck that fort? Like no, I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm an angry little person, but I, I ain't that angry, no. No. No, but you you, you um I, I, to, to be honest with you, I, I know, I just we know each other, mm-hmm. and so I think that you are, you are um, a person that could help a kid. Like far as like like sports, far as like you know, just like you, mm-hmm. you always been that I'm gonna go out and uh, I'm gonna go out and, and play golf or I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna shoot a you know whatever no, we go what, play ball or whatever we've, yeah, been, we've been doing that for forever for yeah. sure and so I think man that that that'd be dope in in any type of relationship especially if a person got a child somebody yo mm-hmm. and they in the sports and stuff like that and um I know we we've had conversations about that plenty of times you know what I mean and I just really wanted your um your input on that because I know me personally you know it's just like man how old should the kid be when you when you introduce to them or yeah. or when yeah, you know I, know I know people have had plenty of conversations on is it better to date someone who has a young kid like like little young or whatever or or is it teenager or is it like the middle part age or whatever and honestly I don't I don't have no answer to it um, right I mean it's in the sense you could think it's cool when they're young young because you kind of get to be around them more and then if y'all do work out they grow up with you around or whatever as opposed to Somebody being, excuse me, 15, 16 years old already. And then it's like, all right, so then you get dropped in. And it looking like, like I said, they know, know that you ain't their father. Like, you know, and it's just like, and they'll tell you that you ain't their father. So it's, it's, I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's a plus or minus to it in, in a lot of different ways. But 
every situation is going to be different though yeah. and everybody's child is going to be different you know you can have somebody that has a child that's eight years old but that's a little monster you know what i'm saying or you got somebody that's a teenager and they just disrespectful as hell or you got somebody that's a teenager and you know right. that's a child that's a teenager and they're just the most respectful ass kids you ever met in life right so I, think, I just think it goes to the parent and how the child was raised I think I think I think that single parent, I think that's their responsibility to, mm-hmm. you know, teach kids and, and 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 let that. They have to. The, the kid has to be around and see different relationships. I don't encourage like, you know, you meeting somebody, you know, you know, on the weekend, and then you know your 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 and kid. You, by, you met him on Friday. And you over there cooking Sunday dinner a yeah. couple of days later. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not encouraging that type of behavior. But I think. But you if, think they should see their parent interact with other people? Yeah, and 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 interact in 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 that aspect because a kid grow up and then they don't either one they don't know how to deal with the they, relationship. They haven't seen a healthy. They haven't, they haven't seen a healthy relationship. Okay, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? And so even. Even being in toxic situations, that that teaches a, ca- a kid what not to go through. Like, I ain't never, I don't never want to be talked to. That not saying that, not saying that you're supposed to get into arguments and because mm-hmm. just to prove a point. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying even if they did see that, they know that's not that's how not what they want what they want or don't how they should be, be treated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and on the other side, though, you can. They have you got people that's in a relationship that's good, and um, and like I fast someone tell me before like yeah my, I remember my father taking me out and you know, a young lady telling me yeah my father took me out and and my uncle has taken me out before and been like that that sounds weird but yeah right, right, right. <laughs> like, but it's like but it's like no but they like, we're going to go to dinner and they will open up the door say this is how a man should treat you if you ever go out you know he should open your door when we go on places like this this is what he should do and stuff like that so they. So kind of to say, okay, this is how a date should look. Oh, not what well, that sounds weird too, but but this is but the base the basis of it's how this is how you should be treated. This is what you should expect For or sure. whatever, because they had that healthy relationship with male figures in their home and stuff like that. So they knew once they started dating that all right, if I'm a date a guy and take him seriously, that he needs to at least be trying to do this or whatever. For sure, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I think that's that's beneficial, man, for young ladies and for you for young men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, I know, I know exactly what you were saying. Like my uncle took me out, yeah. or took me to get my nails done, yeah. or did certain things to make me feel. You gotta be careful in this day and age. Yeah, oh no, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but just to just to have somebody in your life to mm-hmm. you know to show you some stuff, show you some stuff, and show you how you're supposed to be treated is important. And so when you enter in, into relationships and they got children, that's kind of and then people look at you too, like like you said, it's that. That um that day and age we living in, it's like, yo, is this motherfucker a creep? Mm-hmm. Like, is he like? It's just like we come from an era, just like man, like man, that's your they, they kids, like man, we and we respect people in their 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 age group order, like man, like they kids, and we we just come from a di- cut from a different cloth, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard and, that. And so, and then even too dealing with relationships, and the person got a child. It's just like you know how we we brought up, and, and I know how I raised my kids, and it's just like well, you know, like nah, I, nah, my kids don't don't talk to me that way, and then I don't let my kids talk to no other adult that way. So man, all that stuff is kind of about stuff, man. <laughs> and it scares me because it's like it's like I don't know what I would be as a parent because again, like you said, I know how I was raised. I mean, I'm listening to my coworker today talking about that she was in a bad mood all day, and it was because. 
she had got into it with her daughter. Her daughter's five. What do you mean you, you got into it with your daughter? Your daughter's five. Obviously, she's not as dark as us, obviously. Because, <laughs> because, she, because she got into it with her daughter at five. You know, and, and I'm listening to her tell the story, and I'm just like, and she and at some point she's like, well, how do I do this? I'm looking like, you knocked that little motherfucker out. But then it's like, no, you can't do that as a parent, you know, whatever. But we know that probably did happen to us a little bit when we was kids or whatever. So I just, I, I think about that sometimes. Like, like we were raised a different way. And I know parenting is different these days. And most people don't even like whip kids anymore and things like that, which is fine, which I get, I understand. Um, you know, so I've asked people like, well, how do you deal with stuff like that? How do you discipline nowadays and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Because it's a totally different day yeah, and age now. It's like now world. discipline is like take the kid iPad. Or yeah, I've, like, like, like even like with my daughter, like my daughter is 13. So I, I really don't have to do much no more. Like, yo, man. I I talk to her like but I like you know what you know what you should and what you shouldn't. Do yeah, I mean, look, my nigga, do the dishes. Like, shut up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't don't you're not gonna talk back to me. You're not gonna talk crazy to me. I like, you know, you don't act this way when you get in the Uggs and Jordans. Like, you know what I'm saying? We we not you you sweet as pie. Yeah. When you asking yeah. for shit, you know what I'm saying? So you gonna be sweet as pie when you, when you wash the dishes. Yeah. That's it. And that's all I expect. And and she gotta understand. I gotta understand. I'm, I'm, I provide. You do what I ask you. Yeah, to just do. mean y'all got a good relationship. Oh man, it's getting better and better, man. Like, mm-hmm. Better and better. You know what I mean? And man, like it's, it's man, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. That's you know what I'm saying? And so we, like, man, we sending these kids out into the world. We dealing in with, in relationships with other people, and like you said, sometimes things don't work out. Mm-hmm. And then the child got to see you deal with somebody else, and so that that can be. Draining on a kid at times too, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, but like, I, I do agree I, that they should see something at some point. You can't hide somebody for forever. Um, obviously, um, when people are parents or whatever, then then like when I apply that to people in my space, you know, I got to understand that at some point, if you're dating someone with a child, you want, you know, you're going to meet the child, and and you know that becomes a whole nother layer because everything is cool when it's just you two, you know. But then there's also a kid involved too, so. That kid has to be accepting of you. You have to be able to be around a child and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a, it's a whole new world, a whole new ball game. Yeah. I, the crazy thing is, like, I dealt with this chick. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Long, long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and normally when somebody said that, it's normally some bullshit. Or <laughs> and it probably was like last week, but no. <laughs> Not on our show. Not our on show our really show. means it's really a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> no, I was just playing. No, but. She lived in um, in Maryland area, right? Okay. So we we met on audience. We met on MySpace. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, oh, long time ago. I was right? still in South Carolina. We was on yeah. MySpace. <laughs> and so I went up there. This chick, she was in the military, and we had a we had a, a small little like, like little relationship. And our daughter was there. We was having sex, and the kid walked in. How old was the kid? Uh, she was probably about four. Oh, she ain't no shit. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. <laughs> so, so with this four year old, so I now I'm looking at this kid, and she like she in Chile, she like damn near probably graduated high school this year. <laughs> and the, the only memory I had of this kid is just like, yo, I'm pounding out your. <laughs> I'm gonna ask so. so. Did you stop as you look? Like, did you keep stroking as you look? I, like, as you're processing it in your head? That- I, I did. I, I I I pumped a couple more times. She was like, "Stop!" I was like, "Oh." Well. 
So I think that's that's I guess the point of this story is, man, just lock your bedroom door. Right. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Slide the dresser in front of the door or something, man. Like, yo. I mean, that's just the thing. Like, like and it's some audience, do do y'all deal with somebody new or they kind of been around for a while? Do, do you always try to separate um the relationship between uh the the kid you and like the time that y'all spend together like how how do y'all do that I, I want to know y'all can tweet me um at black paco b o k p a c o you know what I'm saying I, I just I really want to know because do y- do y'all feel like it's important um for the kid to interact with who you deal with and and is it a proper time frame I know we talk about this all the fucking time mm-hmm. you know what I mean but it's a real thing though you know what I'm saying yeah, but we talk about it like you said it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, and it's an ongoing thing, though. You know what I mean? And I know, uh, and and I want to ask you: Do, do you? I, I know how you felt in the past. You know what I'm saying? And do you do you feel like be like me personally? I've I've heard I've heard people say they got kids. I'd rather deal with somebody that don't have kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm at the point now where it's just like, you know, I'm, you know, we, we dealing with grandmas now. You know what I'm saying? I'm pawpaw. Damn there. Some people did start early, yeah. Like y'all step pawpaw now, like you know. What I'm right. And I'm pawpaw at 38. You know what I'm saying? Like no. a lot of there's a lot of people that are. I see people my age talking about, yeah, I'm about to be living my best life in my 40s because they had kids young that's coming up on being grown. Yeah. And they're going to be kicking it in their 40s. Right. So, I get I, it. I, I understand, man. So, like, so so how do you feel, though? Do you feel like, is that, a, should that be okay? Like, because I know, I know dealing, dealing, dealing with a woman with, with, uh, with uh, children, I know that the nourishment that a mother naturally has. Mm-hmm. And so nine times out of ten, she's going to treat her man, unless she's just a scum ass mom. You know what I'm saying? But nine times out of ten, she's going to treat her her man as like you know she's going to care for him mm-hmm. and that and that mother had that motherly love towards him. You know what I mean? And I always knew that dealing with women with kids. So how has that been for you? I'm feeling very nurtured. Nurtured, okay. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, like, like, like you said, uh, is, is it a difference? Can you tell a difference between a woman in general, a woman without kids, and a woman with kids? How did you mention it? Maybe, yeah. I think. Sorry for uh, for generalizing y'all women. Uh, I, this is Paco's show, so I can't throw the disclaimer out there as I normally would in the past. But um, I mean, I, I think, I, like you said. I, I think women are nurturing by nature, but I do think there's a difference between someone who probably doesn't, like say someone doesn't want kids. I think they have a way bigger independent type of attitude about themselves, mm-hmm. about what they need or what they don't need and stuff like that, as opposed to someone who has a child who knows that they're doing things for that other person, for that for that child and stuff like that. So in that sense, I will say, yeah, I can notice that difference because there's just a difference in that personality in a sense mm-hmm. or whatever in their, in their makeup. 
um, at that point in their lives, I guess. Got you. I don't know, man. Any questions you ever you got for me or I ever wanted to ask me? No, see, this this is what Paco <laughs> did, y'all. Paco sent me a message like, yo, let me uh if you got some questions or whatever you can ask me or whatever. Then he's like, and um, and let you, let the people know uh, all the stuff you liked about me too, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> something like no, that. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that shit. Something like that. Hold on, hold on. I did not say nothing. Uh, That's funny, man. No, you know, you were talking like stuff to promote and something like that. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. I want to ask you whatever, man. I I will. This this is my one thing. One thing I will say I do admire about you is the fact that you are a type of person that you say what you're going to say, no matter what. Uh, um, You get your thoughts out there. and you're, 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 we were even talking about on our show on Sunday about how closed mouths don't get fed or something like that. And you're not one of those people like, you ain't going to have a closed mouth. You know what I'm saying? So how did you get to that point where has it just always been you? Um, Yeah, man. Since, you know, since I was, since I can remember five, six years old, I always just always spoke hard, like always got in trouble for the stuff that I said. And then and now, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And what I tell people about progression, like Brainstorm used to get on me about um, when we used to record together. Like when we first started, he was just like, yo, man, my my peoples, my aunt, my, uh, you know, everybody used to say like, yo, man, like that dude say bitch too much or, or you know, he, he say this too much. And like I said, like, man, just getting older and growth and, and just evolving and understanding how certain things make people feel and, and just being respectful. Like, man, I keep telling people just because you were one way, that doesn't mean that you have to live in that. You don't have to be negative all the time. You don't have to be ignorant all the time. You don't have to um, always be the life of the party. It's, it's certain it's certain aspects where you can just chill and say say nothing. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm just learning that as I get older. And just, uh, and, and even if that may rub people the wrong way, you know, it's still uh, beneficial if if you don't act that way no, towards it. others. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, uh, give out your social tags. Um, well, uh, remember DMST podcast. Drop my sober thoughts every Sunday. Facebook Live in between six and eight o'clock. Um, on um, you find us on our social media, DMST Boys B O Y Z. That's on um, Instagram and on Twitter. Um, shout out to Playboy. Shout out to Dev for up, uh, for um, they will be on. Yeah, for still sitting here doing a show after after all these years and, and everything like that. And shout out to everybody that still supports. Um, so I'll just end it with what I always say on the show, man. It may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here, here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability, man. I am DJ Brainstorm. Stop laughing about that shit. I am DJ <laughs> Brainstorm for you on all social media, y'all. DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter U. Yo, this is the Nuts and Guts podcast on Black Paco. Follow me at all social sites, B-O-K-P-A-C-O. We out. Peace. <laughs>